Chapter Three of Glimpses of Panama and of the Canal by Mary L. McCarty. Travel Collection One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anita Sloma Martinez. Chapter Three of Glimpses of Panama and of the Canal. When we went to breakfast on Monday morning at eight o'clock, we found the first floor no longer the quiet and orderly place it had hitherto seemed. The alterations going on in the hotel embraced the ballroom and the dining-room, both of which were being enlarged towards the front, and, of course, when we descended the workmen were in full swing. We ate our morning meal to the sound of their hammers and saws, and gave thanks when we reflected that we should be far away at lunch-time and that they would always be gone at dinner-time although we were to take only the afternoon trip over the pacific division we were obliged to leave panama at ten twenty in the forenoon in order to catch the sightseeing train at culebra where it would stop after its morning trip to allow the passengers to see the lock models and have luncheon so it really was going to take about all day and after breakfast we had only time to look over the papers write some postcards and chat a little in the lobby before starting to the station on alighting from the train at culebra we found an ambulance drawn by mules ready to take us up to the administration building on top of the hill and on reaching the entrance of the building we were directed to the lecture-room by an agreeable and courteous young gentleman who had come up the hill with us being interested in the subject of locks and desirous of understanding thoroughly the working of the canal we found the lecture and the models extremely profitable and went down the hill afterwards considerably enlightened as we hoped also was the man who on the way up had remarked that he wouldn't know a lock if he met it in the road what we went down the hill for was to get some lunch and this we found at the commission dining-room where for fifty cents apiece we were served with a very excellent meal the quality being uniformly good and the quantity about three times as much as we could eat. Nowhere else in the canal zone did we find so good a commission dining-room as this one at Culebra. Thus fortified both mentally and physically, with lecture and luncheon, we blithely mounted the sightseeing car, an open car with seats running across, and with a floor which was high at the back and sloped down to the level of the lecturer in front, impatient to begin to see the big job however there is always some drawback and now although up to this point the day had been perfect an uninvited little shower suddenly obtruded itself and even tried to get into the car thus obliging the porter to lower the canvas curtains in order to keep us dry shutting out the rain meant shutting out the view too and this was afflicting but it proved to be necessary for only occasional short periods during which the lecturer told us about the things we were about to see and answered any questions we wanted to ask in a very pleasant and comprehensive manner presently we arrived at pedro miguel in local parlance peter mcgill where we were switched to the construction tracks and taken out close to the lockwork there we got out and at last found ourselves face to face with one of the concrete monsters here words fail me 
stupendous seems to be the favorite adjective with most people and i can't think of a betterer but really a brand new one should be coined those locks look like the work of giants and as if they would stand forever eternal as the hills i said to myself but just then a man of the party remarked well i suppose some thousands of years hence archaeologists will be digging around here and will come across the remains of these locks and wonder what on earth they were anyhow one pair of gates were done and closed and as they are seven feet thick and equipped with a handrail along the top for the use of the public we walked across them an umbrellaed procession to the centre wall where we could see both sides and get a better idea of the thousand feet of length and the two hundred and twenty feet of breadth of the double chamber all the locks are double in order that vessels can go in opposite directions at the same time also if one is out of commission the other can be used pedro miguel lock is single in that it will raise in lower ships only one step of thirty feet it is the link between the cut and miraflores lake a small artificial body of water with an area of two square miles formed by impounding the waters of three small rivers by means of the miraflores locks and dam as we stood on the walls we thought of all that had been told us of their construction and imagined the water rushing in for the first time through the huge tunnels eighteen feet in diameter passing lengthwise of the lock through the centre and side walls then through lateral tunnels which branch out from the first ones at right angles and run under the lock floors then through openings in the lock floor into the lock chamber and we pictured to ourselves a great ship coming in attended by four electric locomotives operating on the walls two in front towing one at each side and two behind one at each side to stop her when she gets into proper position by the time we had gone over all this in our minds we were summoned to climb back into the car and go on across the bed of the future miraflores lake to the miraflores locks these are two in flight and will raise in lower vessels fifty-five feet in two steps between the lake and the sea-level end of the canal which connects with the pacific ocean eight miles away the work here was just the same as at pedro miguel only there was twice as much of it and we were still more deeply impressed with the immensity of the task which our country is accomplishing from here we went on to balboa where the canal enters the ocean and saw the great dredges at work in the channel and the long stone breakwater now under construction the latter is four miles long extending from the mainland to naos one of the group of three beautiful islands which the united states is fortifying to guard the entrance of the canal these islands are exceedingly rocky and picturesque their steep sides rising abruptly from the water to a great height relieved here and there by trees and shrubs whose varying greens contrast exquisitely with the dark rock the three islets seem to have been dropped by nature exactly into the right position to fulfill their office of protecting the canal terminus drills and cranes and steam shovels and dirt trains and concrete mixers and track lifters had been thrown in to make good the measure of our afternoon's entertainment and by this time we began to feel the need of a rest for our minds 
so the return to panama between five and six and the sight of the big tivoli hotel up on the hill were very agreeable resting and dressing and dining and gossiping with our fellow tourists formed a pleasant conclusion to the day and at a much earlier hour than we were accustomed to keep at home we went to bed feeling sure that the very excellent railroad at the foot of the hill would wake us up between five and six in the morning and that the only way to get enough sleep was to begin early why that railroad did not have enough to do in transporting its crowded trains back and forth across the isthmus without turning missionary and trying to inculcate the early to bed and early to rise maxim into the passing traveller was more than we could understand such energy hardly accorded with the climate either but then it was an american road which fact was explanation enough and for that reason we forgave it we remembered the very last thing that we had not asked anybody about the west coast boats as there was no regular sightseeing trip the next day we resolved to drive over to balboa in the morning to the steamship office and make some inquiries of the agent we were glad the regular trips did not come on consecutive days it was so much pleasanter to have time in between in which to do things by ourselves and assimilate what had gone before therefore we looked forward with satisfaction to the next two days End of chapter 3 of Glimpses of Panama and of the Canal